Let me tell you guys, this week we have something very exciting for you. Our very own Gabriel Esses, one of the co-founders here at the RICU, graduated from a medical school this week at Turo College of Osteopathic Medicine. And the class speaker at graduation was our very own Gabriel Esses. So without further ado, I want you to hear the amazing speech that Gabriel likes to share with us. Gabriel Esses. Good morning, everybody. Hey. Perfect. Someone forgot their speech up here. I want to begin by apologizing in case I seem uncomfortable standing up here today. It's been about two years now since I've had to do anything for school while wearing pants. <laughs> Today marks not merely, oh, whatever. Today marks not merely a day in which we receive our medical degrees, not merely a day in which we finally and enthusiastically abandon the title of student doctor, as we morph into the much more prestigious title resident physician. <laughs> you see, today marks the culmination of, for most of us, 10 even 15 years of working tirelessly and relentlessly, of hoping and dreaming, of daunting risks and immeasurable sacrifices, of countless mistakes and failures, of achievements and successes, and of believing and persevering, believing in ourselves and persevering beyond that which we ever imagined possible. Our lives were forever altered the day we received that email offering us a spot in the ToroCom DL class of 2022. In that moment, a decade worth of blood, sweat, and tears finally meant something. The tireless and relentless working, the hopes and dreams, the risks and sacrifices, the mistakes and failures, the, the achievements and successes, the believing and persevering, the believing in ourselves and persevering beyond that which we ever imagined possible paid off. And only then, after all that, the real fun began. As we started our first year of medical school, we braced ourselves for what lay ahead. But M1 started off suspiciously enticing. We began by learning historical events in OMM and memorizing terms like supination, pronation, adduction, abduction, and anatomy. Maybe medical school wasn't all that difficult after all. There was the innovative flipped classroom model we were eager to experience, entertaining lecture videos with killer intro music, <laughs> weekly OMM lab to relax, unwind, grab a massage. There was breakfast with the dean, lunches from student clubs, cookies with Dr. Binstock, yoga with Dr. Henshaw, wellness seminars with Dr. Faith, meditation sessions, student counseling, pet therapy, a workout room, a ping pong table, a cafeteria, this sounded more like a summer camp than medical school. Of course, as we quickly realized, this was all too good to be true. And M1, as we now know, played out drastically differently than that. We thankfully put M1 behind us as second year began. M2 would really be our year, we thought. We were presidents and vice presidents, e-board leaders and chairs, ambassadors and mentors. 
and we could diagnose a somatic dysfunction with our eyes closed. <laughs> we were starting off our MODS-based curriculum. Oh, that sounded so cool. We were beginning classes like clinical systems and physical diagnosis and medical simulation and getting to practice rectal exams on actual SPs. <laughs> then there was board prep, which was actually exciting for a quick minute. $500 for UWorld? No problem. They could have charged twice that, we wouldn't have minded. Throw on Pathoma, Boards and Beyond, Sketchy, First Aid, Amboss, Anki, and of course the big guns, True Learn. What could go wrong? <laughs> With classes like Biochem and Histology behind us, sorry, Dr. Vinstock, <laughs> we were sure M2 would be different. Much like M1, however, M2 turned out to be not so rosy. But third year. Now third year was going to be our year for sure this time. We got through step one and the unimaginable stress that accompanied it. We were ironing out our brand new little white coats as we prepared for our clinicals. Of course, we had to get ACLS certified before stepping onto a hospital floor because we all know how crucial medical students are during a hospital code. <laughs> Folks, after going through that online ACLS training, I can confidently confirm that physician burnout is real. 82% of us sitting down there today were one virtual patient away from throwing in the towel and getting our real estate agent license. <laughs> Fortunately, we had our time hallowed white coat ceremony coming up, which would be a sure source of encouragement and pride. And what an unforgettable ceremony that turned out to be. But this was all okay because as soon as we made it to the hospital floors after two long years, we finally felt like medical students. And I know this because that became our names and sole identities on the wards. <laughs> med student, get me labs. Med student, where's the supplies? Med student, which patients are you presenting? Med student, med student, where's the med student? But no matter. For what more is there to third year than finally being in a clinical setting, focusing on real patients? Caring for real patients. Learning from real patients. That's not a rhetorical question. The answer, two dozen aquifer cases a month, monthly Zoom lectures with Dr. Fisher and Dr. St. Paul pending his working Wi-Fi connection, preparing, <laughs> preparing for monthly comat, studying for step two, and updating Dr. Lanter every month on how many patients we were seeing, how many notes we were writing, and how many textbooks we were reading. But we finally reached fourth year. We did it, we made it. We were senior medical students. We survived through all four sets of board exams. We were choosing our own schedules and preparing for residency, finally. With level two PE canceled and replaced with a practice televisit, M4 was supposed to be relaxing, relatively speaking. What ensued, however, was a year-long endless to-do list. We had evaluations to submit, personal statements to write, residency applications to compile, letters of recommendations to write, I mean collect, visa applications to complete, evaluations to submit, MSPEs to get together, rotations to, rotations to schedule, overdue evaluations to submit, proof of flu vaccine to send in, proof of COVID vaccine to send in, proof of booster vaccine to send in, overdue evaluations to submit ASAP, 
hospital training courses to complete, health forms to submit, interviews to schedule, rank lists to organize, graduation requirements, residency checklists, and for heaven's sake, those outstanding evaluations to submit, and much, much more. At least we had our sub-I, right? That sounded cool at first. Until you realize that on the bottom of the physician food chain is the intern, and we were sub-intern. <laughs> Yet through all this, we made it. We survived. I'll dare say we even thrived. And as we look towards our future, we will continue to thrive. Because what will define us is not the specialty we have chosen, or the program we matched into, or the job we will end up in. We will be defined by how strongly we ignite the light that shines from within. We will be defined by the generosity of our spirit, the benevolence of our actions, and the sincerity of our intentions. And if I were a betting man, I'd bet that in 10 years from now, in 20 years from now, in 30 years from now, from this group of physicians sitting here today are going to emerge Surgeon Generals, Health Commissioners, and Chief Medical Officers. It gets better. <laughs> Trailblazers and leaders in healthcare and medicine, world-renowned researchers and educators, physicians who will solve health inequities and cure diseases, and clinicians who will lead their communities from disease to unprecedented heights of health. How do I, now. <laughs> How do I know this? Simple. Because sitting here before you today are warriors, born and raised fighters, who, when told no, don't rest until they find the yes. Who, when confronted with failure, try harder and do better. Who, when faced with rejection, move outside the box and find another way. And when we work tirelessly and relentlessly, when we hope hard and dream big, when we take risks and make sacrifices, when we embrace our mistakes and confront our failures, when we relish in our achievements and successes, and when we never stop believing and persevering, believing in ourselves and persevering beyond that which we could ever imagine possible, then anything and everything is possible. Thank you. you all enjoyed that. I know it was amazing when I heard it the first time in person. It was really good when I heard it over audio the second time. There were probably a couple of jokes in there, inside jokes, Tarot related jokes that maybe not everyone in the audience got. However, definitely worth the listen. Gabe, you're amazing. And this guy, people, let me tell you, he is going places. Look him up. Gabriel Esses. For all of you out there that want to send some fan mail to Gabe, you can just send it to us at therickuteam at gmail.com and we'll make sure Gabe sees it. 